0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Ishmael Kawaja. It's Monday the 9th of September. Coming up, transgender activists reveal struggles of integrating
1: into society. What we have here is that the trans community don't fit in the little box that society wants to fit them in. Society hates change, but nature embraces it.
0: Officers find almost a million pounds worth of goods bought with suspected criminal money. On our first glance, it appears to be 20 pounds and 10 pounds note bundles. And concerns for the future of former golf course. This was the lung of the peninsula.
1: Two years down the line, we don't know what's gonna happen.
0: Kent Online News. First today, a transgender activist who represents Kent has been telling Kent Online about their struggles with finding a place in the community. Fiona Johnson is from the Beaumont Society, a charity set up to support transgender people. According to the group, there has recently been an increase in parents asking for help for their children. Fiona identifies as non-binary and prefers to be referred
1: to as they. Society has this dichotomy, and we're brought up with it from a young age, where we have to put people into their little boxes. Are they male? Are they female? Are they young? Are they old? Are they tall? Are they short? Are they fat? Are they thin? It helps us individually as a person identify somebody so if I meet you again I will say well you had certain characteristics that puts you in that little box what we have here is that the trans community don't fit in the little box that society wants to fit them in society hates change but nature embraces it I've never been personally attacked I've had a few people say a few words in my direction but I just shrug it off and I just ignore it I'm the bigger person
0: well, I imagine though in your, in your position in the Beaumont Society you do speak to people who have had contact with people who have had attacks against them
1: yes I have and it, it is sad we've got one person who's in our group who's actually just received news that fortunately in their case they did have physical evidence against the person uh, the individual spat at them and it's gone to court and they have been found guilty and will be charged in the next few days So yes, it it does happen and when it happens, the police will take action, but they need to have enough evidence to work on. And again, that comes down to the policing and also the Crown Prosecution Service. They have to decide what is physically available for them, how much they can commit to this.
0: And and so tell us a little bit about um, the Beaumont Society and what kind of support you offer uh, trans people, uh, LGBTQ people. In Kent specifically?
1: Well the Bonewatt Society was actually set up in 1966 before the Sexual Offences Act came into force which made homosexuality legal uh, and it is a registered charity. It was a spin-off from an American newsletter uh, called Full Personality Expression and originally it was a closed society for men who like to meet up for dinner and dress and the FPE group from California, their policy was to educate on what they called originally transvestism. A few cases came up in the early 70s and it exposed the greater trans community, so transgenderism, and there were even conferences set up in Leeds and Leicester universities in the 70s regarding it, and the Beaumont Society changed from just focusing on transvestism into the whole trans community so that's people who are transitioning from female to male as well as male to female. As an organisation we aren't trained counsellors but we are a voice, we are a friend and we can refer you to other organisations that may be more in a position to help. There's the organisation GIRES Gender Research And for children, there is an organisation called Mermaids. So parents can contact them if they believe their children are gender fluid or transgender. We have a lot of cases over the last few years where a lot of boys have been saying that they should have been girls. But in the last couple of years, there's been a huge, great spike in girls identifying as boys. And so the ratio has changed where it used to be about five to one boys to girls. It's now about four to one girls to boys. Why do you think that is? I think it's because the subject has become more aware there's a lot more if uh, you may have uh, some people who would watch something like RuPaul's Drag Race or you've also got more open things that are coming on uh, with um, the gay and lesbian community being far more visual and there's that acceptance that that's okay and transgender is sort of following it on Not exactly on its coattails, but with it, with the momentum. You
0: can hear more from Fiona in the KM Community Podcast at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online News. A nightclub's had its licence temporarily suspended after a suspected murder following a gig there. 21 year old Andre Bent was stabbed not far from Gallery in Maidstone last month. There will be a full review of their licence next month. A 16 year old boy charged with murder and four others accused of violent disorder are due in court in a fortnight. At Kent Online, you can see the moment police looking for a wanted Tunbridge Wells man at a London hotel instead found almost a million pounds worth of goods thought to have been bought with criminal money. The first bag is an uncounted quantity of cash. On our first glance, it appears to be twenty pounds and ten pounds note bundles. Uh, within the second bag,
1: it appears to be a, it look quite heavy. have. Coins. <laughs> gold bars in there. That's more than
0: So each one of those is about a thousand pounds, I'm saying. Represented as five
1: hundred grams. So the actual bag here uh, can just lift up. I've never felt weight like that before. It's a quick body worn video before I move anything in the hotel room safe, uh,
0: which shows a number of packages in here,
1: which I don't, I don't know what's in yet. A bundle of lottery tickets, uh, a watch, uh, a
0: significant amount of euros, 100 euros at the bottom, and other denominations at the top. Officers arrested a 55 year old man on Valentine's Day after finding gold bars, designer watches and 500 lottery tickets. He's been jailed for almost four years for offences, including money laundering.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: A Maystone woman accused of wounding a Miss England finalist has appeared in court and pleaded not guilty. 21 year old professional golfer Olivia Cook needed plastic surgery after being found injured outside a pub in Westmoreland last October. China Gold, who's 26, and from London Road in Ditton, is due to go on trial in January. A carer who stole almost £8,000 from an elderly dementia sufferer at a Bay home has avoided being sent straight to prison. The 37-year-old targeted the victim at Kimberley Residential while she worked there in 2017 by forging checks. She admitted two charges of fraud by false representation and has been given a two-year suspended sentence. Residents in Who say they're concerned about the future of a community asset after a planning application was submitted for the land. Deangate Ridge shut last year, but it's still being enjoyed as an open space. But proposals for part of the former golf course suggest it could be used for offices, parking and shipping container storage by Medway North. Councillors on the peninsula fear this could be the beginning of the end for the area's open spaces. Here's Councillor Ron
1: Sands. Even before the planning application has been agreed, accepted, they're already in there making changes. This was the lung of the peninsula. Two years down the line, we don't know what's going to happen. So we have to be in front of the game. We have to ask Medway councillors to, to revisit this and to rethink this. George
0: Crozier is from the Dean Gates Community Partnership, and he hopes it will remain open to the
1: public. We were able to get this whole site, and that's the, the Dean Gates site, the golf course, and the and the recreation grounds that you see behind here, registered with the council as an asset of community value. That means that uh, we feel it's important to remain within uh, the community as a, as a as a place where we can uh, recreate. And certainly we can't do that at the moment and we feel that this this recent uh, planning application has has made that worse it's made that opportunity worse and also within that planning application they've got the words waste written in there so we're really frightened now that we're gonna see all the waste lorries being parked here and the site being taken over for you know for a a waste depot and and we don't absolutely don't want that we want this as a community asset we want it to be used for the community for the people of the peninsula and the people of Medway to use.
0: Medway North refused to comment. Kent Online reports. The man who's been in charge of the council in Kent for 14 years has been telling Kent Online why he's quitting his role. Our political editor, Paul Francis, has been chatting to Paul Carter, who became leader in 2005.
2: I have been uh, uh, considering my position uh, for a number of months. I've been 14 years as leader of Kent County Council. That's probably longer than any other leader for the last 100 years. Um, I want a bit of my life back, I spend six days a week sometimes nearly seven days a week doing this job, and have done for many years. I had a big job in Kent County Council before uh, with responsibility for education. That's 22 years of uh, public service I've given uh, to the county. I don't want to give up uh, my uh, commitment to public service. I'd like to be working uh, three days a week uh, rather than six days a week in public service. So I hope I can uh, find areas that I can hopefully add value to Uh, remain a county councillor and I'll review uh, whether or not uh, I uh, stand at the next county council elections and uh, at the moment uh, uh, my decision will probably be yes I'll do another four years after that. Looking back uh, what do you consider your major achievements to have been as leader? Well those 14 years, 10 years of the 14 have been in the era of austerity uh, where we've had to make the money go uh, a lot lot further uh, and I think that uh, we've been enormously successful in that. We've always balanced our budget every year, and we've delivered phenomenal uh, savings. We're probably now running uh, with the equivalent of 40% less money uh, than uh, uh, 8, nine, ten years ago. And we've been able to deliver those efficiencies, yet preserve and maintain uh, improving uh, services in Kent, as well as retain the non-statutory services that are so highly valued by the public. The travel pass would be an example of that, formerly known as the Freedom Pass, which was my idea I invented. We're spending eight, nine million pounds a year on enabling parents to have subsidised transport to get their uh, young people to secondary schools across the county. No other county in the country does that. Although the cost of that has been quite considerable in terms of the uh, charge that families have to pay? Yeah, I mean, we never get any, we don't have to do it at all. Uh, we have had to increase uh, uh, the proportion that is paid for by parents in getting that uh, uh, travel uh, card, but we are still putting 8 million pounds a year. If they didn't have that, the cost of getting their young people to school uh, would uh, double treble over and above what they're paying uh, to uh, be able to be entitled to a travel card. On education you did also preside over the first new, in inverted commas, grammar schools, does it, uh, I mean that presumably was an achievement you uh, regard as significant, but does it disappoint you that you've not been able to persuade your party that they should drop the ban on existing grammar schools, or drop the ban on introducing new grammar schools? Well, I'm 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 very pleased that we got the Seven Oaks Grammar School underway. We've only done half the job. That's supposed to be a co-education grammar school. We've got the girls in the uh, Seven Oaks Grammar School. We haven't yet got the boys, but we've still got plans uh, in train to uh, uh, fully develop uh, that site. Uh, We have expanded uh, our grammar schools in line uh, with the expansion of uh, our high schools. Uh, Do I think uh, other? areas of the country should be allowed to develop grammar schools? Uh, Yes, I do. I think uh, having uh, grammar schools, I would probably, if I was inventing grammar schools, have grammar schools for the very brightest 10-15% of the school population, perhaps not all the way down to 25% uh, of the brightest going uh, to uh, grammar schools through the 11-plus selection. Uh, I would have. Super selective uh, grammar schools for the very, very bright youngsters who need almost specialist teaching to stretch their brains.
0: He's stepping down from his position next month. Kent Online News. Figures seen by Kent Online show Medway Council spent almost £1 million over its budget for child social care last year. The local government association is warning that funding is failing to keep up with huge increases in demand, putting vulnerable children at risk. Medway's Child Social Services saw funding fall by £2.2 million from 2017 to 2018. This year, children's funding is £4.5 million more than in the previous 12 months. Health bosses have told us they want your help in developing the NHS's five-year plan for Kent. They're holding four public events this month across the county so they can hear your views on how to improve key areas like mental health and children's services. I've been chatting to Rachel Jones, who's from the Kent and Medway Sustainability and Transformation Partnership.
3: So I think it's fair to say that we've had some uh, people fed back to us already, uh, that there are things they're really happy with, but there are also, unsurprisingly, some things that they'd quite like to see improved. And so therefore I think it would be wrong of us not to listen to that and work to make those improvements and what we're really looking to do that is we're not looking to make any changes without involving and really and I don't just mean we'll draft it up and tell people what we're thinking I mean really co-designing what the different service needs to look like with those people that use it and so I think it's fair to say that in the future we might be looking to do that but the stage we're at now is trying to understand where that needs to happen and what people are happy with and not happy with at the moment.
0: How do 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 you think people view the local services here based on your feedback that you got recently you ha- what, what is the feedback like in terms of what areas do they feel need to be improved
3: they're saying things to us it was a, a fairly um, limited survey that health watch did but it's given us some areas already that both people are positive about but also that people are concerned about so they have particularly said that they'd like us to look and understand what we can do together about waiting times for mental health for children and young people for for, the, for those people and um, they've particularly said they'd like to look at um, appointments that are focused in an environment where children and young people would feel more comfortable rather than big hospitals for example which can be quite scary and that's some of the direct feedback that we've received They'd like to feel listened to and I think in some cases that they've cited we do that well but there are some cases where they've cited they didn't feel involved and listened to and so that that would give you a bit of a flavour of the feedback we've had so far.
0: You touch on mental health for example, that's certainly become a, a major issue in, in recent times. We hear a lot of, particularly for young people, that there's more awareness now. it seems to be or there's growing awareness about mental health. Is that one area in particular where you'll be hoping for more feedback and to get advice on how you feel you should develop that plan in trying to improve something like that?
3: Absolutely. There's no doubt that is an absolute area of priority because we know actually that mental uh, well-being is incredibly important to people's whole lives and that those stresses and strains can come through as early as children in primary school. And so working with children of all ages to listen to them, to understand their experiences and what they might need to help them and what they think they'd need to help them, what they think would be of help is a really important part of this work
0: throughout this month there's going to be a series of events some informal chats as it were What can you tell us a bit more about what people should expect from that if they go and take part
3: yeah so those are uh, public events for exactly that, for members of the public um, to come along and talk about several aspects of the long term plan, so all of the areas of focus, of course, one of which is is children's, but we've got others um, like primary care and cancer, just to, to name a couple and mental health actually is another big one so there'll be some workshop style uh, public meetings they're about three hours long there'll be some experts with knowledge on the table just to contribute to the discussion and we'll be taking Lots of notes and listening to what people say, but it's a real opportunity to engage. And we'd really, really like it actually if we tried to really publicize them well. But we'd really like as many people to come along as they can.
0: Kent Online News A 12 year old boy is being pulled out of lessons at a school in Medway after turning up with a Mohawk haircut. Ethan Lewis's mum insists he's had the style since he was seven and it's not previously caused a problem. A spokesman for Stroud Academy says all youngsters who flouted the school uniform rules are being taught by their form tutors individually for the next week. You can have your say by voting in our poll online. And a four year old Kent boy who needed both his legs amputated as a baby after being neglected by his birth parents has started school. Tony Hudgel, who now lives with his adoptive mum and dad in Kings Hill, was left fighting for his life when he was just 41 days old. You can see pictures of him in his new school uniform on our website.
1: Kent Online Sports
0: Cricket and Kent's Joe Denley has been named in the England squad for the fifth and final Ashes Test. He top scored in their second innings at Old Trafford over the weekend, but it wasn't enough to stop Australia getting a 185-run victory and retaining the famous urn. England captain Joe Root says his team need to overcome their disappointment at the Oval. I know the Ashes aren't coming home, uh, but in terms of the Test Championship, those points could be crucial and you know, you never want to lose an Ashes series. Every game against Australia really matters. So. Um, Picking ourselves up and and turning up at the Oval and putting in a really strong performance to win a game is is crucial for this group. The test gets underway on Thursday. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.